Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni, and joining me once again is Colin Mitchell. And Colin, today we are joined by North Texas running backs coach Patrick Cobbs. Coach, how are you doing today? Doing well, man. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. right. Like I told you beforehand, Colin canceled his tea time, so I know he's dying on the inside. Um, also, he works like really weird hours, so getting him up at 9 a.m. is is sometimes a chore. But we're here. We're here, and we're yeah, uh, we are here. Ready to talk some North Texas football. It's been been too long. We've been on the basketball train the past month or so, but uh, we're like, you know, we got to get start revving up the football content again. Spring ball is not too far away. Um, and yeah, always love having you on, Coach. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, well, <clears throat> sorry to wake you up, Colin. Uh, <laughs> I'll be all right. Bruni, Bruni's just trying to give me a hard time. But Coach, it, did you ever watch the video of when Colin <laughs> shaved his head? I got to send it to you. Uh, didn't see, I actually seen the picture of him with a shaved head, but I didn't yeah. shaving it. I had to do that it again. Video, that video is our most watched video, I think, at least of the past like six months. It's yeah. like a That's thousand what, plus that. views. Yeah. What was that? I'm glad people wanted to watch my head get shaved. You took two L's, huh? Yeah, well, the Lions losing really hurt my feelings. Uh, and I dyed my hair blue because I went to San Francisco. And I had to shave it because it wasn't coming out of my hair. So, <laughs> so, so it's it's... You know, it's, it's coming back slowly, but yeah. Well, well, the funniest part is Colin's hair beforehand was down to his shoulders. Yeah. I remember. So, why, yeah. why make a bet like that, man? That's crazy. It's just our, it's just our, last year he ate the hot chip and he nearly died. It was funny. Yeah. That did was. You, did you get away with the easy way or what? I'd, I'd rather shave my head than eat that chip again. I, I'm never, I'm never eating this chip again. Oh yeah, you got so, it on, the, huh? Yeah, this is not, this is not something I would recommend anybody ever doing. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk football. Let's talk football. All right. The uh, there, there's a lot, there's a lot I want to cover here, Coach, uh, because well, it's been eight months since we had you on and got a, a, a whole season unfolded. Um, I'll go ahead. <laughs> Sorry about this, guys. Oh good. No, you're fine. <laughs> But you yeah. switch on a day off, right? You get your kids. Yeah, day off. yeah. Here, let me. All right, crisis averted. Coach Caps took care <laughs> of, <laughs> of everything. Um. All right, let's let's talk about last year real quick before we get into this off season. Obviously, a five and seven year uh, for y'all. Um. We we you know obviously covered it and uh, five and seven year overall. We were overall impressed with um. You know, you had the early loss to FIU and. You know, if you get that one and it's six and six and it's just, you know, the margins and stuff. But uh, last year for you, what was it like working with Coach Morris, ending with, you know, top 20 offense in the country, having that type of, of year on, on the offensive side of the ball? You know, it's it's fun, uh, you know, being able to adjust to a new staff without having to adjust to a new building is it's pretty nice for me. Um, but it was fun getting to know those guys and uh, and kind of building, you know, trust and relationships and understanding from each other as the, as the year went on was fun. Um, you know, you bring up the FIU game is kind of the story of our season, right? Just if we could have just got that, or we could have just did this, you know, I mean, five games were like that and could have said we could have been 10 and two. I mean, I have one score game, so it's just, you know, but at the end of the day, we're five and seven. We are what our record is. And, uh, we got some improving to do, but, you know, we definitely have something to build on. What's the, what's the biggest difference with 
coaching running backs under uh, Morris. We kind of asked you that question, I guess, in the fall of last year. Um, but with different protections and, and, and running backs having to catch passes, what was that like? Uh, you know, it was – it's kind of – you know, it's just more passing, you know, it's, it's yeah. all the same kind of system, all the same kind of stuff. Just just uh, just the ratio of pass to runs a little different. And so our goals changed as a running back group. Our goals were to be explosive when we had the opportunity to touch the ball. And, uh, you know, whether that touch was through receiving or getting handed off or whatever the, the case may be, you know, just taking advantage of opportunities when the ball's in your hand. Yeah, I was curious um, because early in the season, uh, you could tell, you know, the offense kind of getting comfortable with, with Coach Morris, the system and stuff, because you had a lot of returners on, on that team as, as well. Did it take some time for, like, the offensive linemen, the running backs, you know, even the receivers to kind of all get comfortable with Morris's offense and then also, you know, having the quarterback ch- swap after a couple games? Like, did that take a few games for 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 the, the returners? Uh, adjusting to a system. Uh, a new system, not really a new system, but adjusting to different coaching philosophies within a system uh, does take a little time, you know, getting it exactly the way, um, you know, the coach wants it and being on the same page group to group and, you know, Chandler really stepping up and really taking the offense was a real big part of our success last year. Um, And, you know, not turning the ball over really that's, that was the key deal with him. Like he didn't turn the ball over. He made plays when you're supposed to make plays and he took care of the football. And, you know, there's a lot to be said about that when that guy's got the ball and makes the decisions every play, if he's making the right ones, you're usually pretty good. Were, were you uh, getting to see Eric Morris who has worked with really good quarterbacks before and how he kind of develops quarterbacks. Did anything surprise you about how he handled like the quarterback, uh, how he handled Chandler? and just how he kind of um, kind of developed him? You know, Coach Morris has a say over all that stuff, but I, I can't not give credit to Coach Brophy. I mean, he did a great job. Sure. And uh, being in there, I know how much those guys work. Quarterbacks work, you know, three or four times as hard as everybody else. You know, they have to know everything. And uh, in this system, they're, they're asked to do a lot. And so, you know, the grind that Coach Brophy did and getting those guys ready to play football – um, can't be underestimated. He did. He did a heck of a job of preparing those guys week in and week out, and it showed when they got on the field. For sure. Um, and the first year in the American, um, was there any noticeable difference between the teams that y'all faced in Conference USA and the American? Like, were the, like just against the Tulane in Memphis, for example? You normally don't play, you know, opponents like that. Uh, you know, well, we played Memphis. <laughs> we or played, I guess yeah. Memphis, yeah, but <laughs> we played Memphis the year before, and we played SMU. So those, yeah. those, you know, uh, two really good football teams. Tulane was a little different, um, different style of play. Um, but it was fun going to new. But at the end of the day, we played a lot of teams that we were playing over years past with all the Conference USA teams. Um, you know, we played Navy, uh, Temple. You know. The, the Navy game kind of comes back and haunts us a little bit too. So it's just a bunch of, just a bunch of fun teams within a conference that uh, I think has a chance to keep building in the right direction. Sure. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll move off of last year now because now you have me also reliving <laughs> those, yeah, you, those games. You oh, get for whether it's good or bad, you know, a new season is a new opportunities. It's a different team. Um, 
So, I mean, it's, it's sometimes it's good to look back on the history of it, but at the end of the day, it, there's no carryover. Um, every season's new and you get to start all over. Yeah. Um, like I said before, over overwhelmingly, like at least to, to us, I, I thought the positives of the season, um, like just in general, were were really tangible and were um, good for this program moving forward. Um, let's let's move to the off season a little bit. Uh, obviously, transfer portal at least for for your room, Io, Oscar, a couple other backs, um, hit the portal, um, look for new opportunities there. Uh, just how do you? approach that challenge uh as a coach and just you know overall you know handling the transition of of players moving in and out of your room right now uh you know with the guys leaving you know those guys were with me for four yeah so and they all the guys that left i mean besides bk they all graduated like uh oscar graduated io graduated um isaiah graduated they all graduated in december they did it the right way um you know, I'm, I'm happy for those guys still talk to them. I mean, uh, I have no problem with what they did. Um, but the adjustment is, is football will go on. I, I told those guys and I've been telling them for years, year after year that, you know, football will be here before football was here before us and it'll be here after us. So when they decide to leave, you know, good luck to them. We'll always be family. We'll always whatever, but I got to replace them. Um, and every year I try to replace them. So even when I'm recruiting high school kids, I'm trying to, you know, recruit up. Um, and so it's a competition thing. So this year was a little different because I did have to bring in four guys into the room, um, which is rare, but hey, it's a fun challenge, man, of, of, of combing through the running backs, trying to find somebody that fits your system that, um, you know, it's going to do things the right way. And, you know, it's, it's speed dating at the end of the day, you're talking to guys real fast and kind of moving on. And uh, you're just hoping that you pick the right ones at the end of the day. Uh, you went in the portal and got some high level players. Uh, Zach Evans was, was one guy that I'm really excited about. What did you really like about him? Zach does a good job of uh, running the football. He, he's, um, he's very polished back. You could tell that he got a lot of good coaching in Minnesota. Um, he's from right down the street. He was kind of in the system, uh, the mm-hmm. run, system in high school being from Heath. Uh, But he's a good polished back, man. He does a good job of getting downhill, running in between the tackles, um, doing all the things. When I, when I turn the film on, he's a, he's a bigger back with, with nice quickness that uh, really understands running scheme. And, you know, he has three years left. And so being so polished at such a young age is something that kind of caught my eye. Yeah, and then uh, Trey Bradford, um, who I covered here at LSU. I mean, LSU's had eight scholarship backs last year, so it was just kind Jeez. of every everybody who <laughs> was was kind of um, either buried or trying to fight for for snaps. But when he did get on the field, you could see that explosiveness. I mean, first play of the season against Florida State goes for sixty yards. Um, just how did you kind of evaluate him, and then how did you get in contact with him and kind of work everything out? So Trey's obviously explosive. He was super explosive in high school, super yeah. explosive in college. Um, he has a different gear that uh, we hadn't had in the room in a long time. And so just, you know, seeing that on film and, and a lot of it, you know, with him is just having to go back to his high school because his, his carries were kind of limited in college. But mm-hmm. excited about Trey. And then the relationship with Trey kind of built through uh, Coach Gilbert. So Coach Gilbert was his high school coach. Uh, coach Gilbert's our tight ends coach, but he was his high school coach. And 
um, just reaching out to him and talking to him. And then Kevin Falk, like Kevin Falk at LSU, I called and reached out to him. Kevin's a big time mentor to me when I was in the NFL. He, he recruited uh, Trey to LSU and just talking with talking with Falk, doing my background and and all the things with uh, with Trey kind of got me excited and, and went all in after him. Um, Ragsdale kind of missed most of the season last year after getting here at FIU. What has his recovery been like? I mean, he's a, he's a hardworking kid, man. And, and I'm, and I'm excited about him coming back and getting healthy and jumping back in. And, uh, you know, things have changed the way people come back from these knee injuries now. Like, I mean, AP showed you after an ACL, you can rush for 2000 yards. So I'm not counting anything out. Like, uh, Akaika is the guy that understands the offense. He's a veteran guy. He's, he's doing everything that he can to get healthy and be the guy. So um, it'll be exciting when this fall rolls around and all those guys uh, knock on wood are healthy and competing. And uh, when you got high competition in your room, you have a chance to have a really special room. Yeah. I, I know y'all haven't had spring ball yet, which, you know, right now it's kind of just workouts, but in, in general with how much of the rosters kind of know it, is it kind of like a reset for this new staff to obviously, you know, have, have its hand in pick getting the personnel uh, that it wants in there, uh, not specifically a running back, but just across the board uh, with players leaving players going, just what is that reset kind of like for, for a staff that's going into year two? Uh, it, it was good. You know, we, we signed a lot of new players and shoot almost 30 of them were high school players. And I, and I'm kind of excited about that. I, I'm in the developmental uh stage in my career I like to develop kids and get them right and uh build them and see the growth um but in this game in this age these days um fans don't want to wait that long like they need it now and with the transfer portal they expect it but I'm happy that we went out and signed 28 29 uh high school kids and we got some portal guys and I think we got some good pieces to fill in and and be really good players we started a lot of freshmen last year in the secondary and I was excited about those guys and you know, landing sides playing. And uh, we had some freshmen step up in big ways. And who knows? I mean, those guys get on campus and somebody always surprises you. I mean, somebody's going to surprise us this spring. Somebody's going to surprise us next fall. And uh, those are the things that gets me excited. What's it like navigating the NIL and, and all of that and then having to be, you know, competitive with the transfer portal to kind of keep up, it seems? Man, I don't. I haven't, you know, the NIL, everybody talks about, about it, and I haven't really navigated much. I re, I've been recruiting and business as normal. Like, uh, guys wants to go to Oklahoma or a guy wants to go to Oklahoma State and they're going to pay him. I'm not going to fight that battle. Yeah. Um, battles that I'm going to have to fight are against, you know, other schools in the American and, and things like that. So, I think at that point it just comes down to relationships like it always has. Like the kid wants to go to a power five, he's going to go to the power five, like regardless of what he's getting paid. I think that they're like, there's a big emphasis on money. And I think the money's more about trying to keep the kids that you got on campus than it is trying to go out and pay other guys because just, it's, it's such a, it's just such a slippery slope. When does it stop? What if you get a guy here and you pay him some money and then he doesn't play. And then the yeah. next like, well, I played and he's getting paid money. Like it just, it's just a never ending cycle. And I don't, I, that's something that I don't get involved in something mm -hmm. that I'm not looking for to uh, dealing with ever, but <laughs> I, I just, you know, 
my deal is all about relationships. And if he wants to be here and he wants to play here, then heck, I want to coach him here. So that's, that's just kind of where I'm at with it. I don't, I don't talk about money. I don't know anything about money. I just, I just try to call him and recruit him and then somebody else handles that. Yeah. Recruiting in general um, with this staff, I, I mean, obviously y'all went Texas heavy, um, which isn't abnormal, but uh, what has it been like recruiting with this staff? Is there any like noticeable different in approach for, with this staff compared to the last staff? Not good or bad, just kind of different. Uh, I mean, we, yeah, we're, I mean, we're out recruiting. We got a lot of, a lot of young guys on our staff, a lot of veteran, a lot of high school coaches on mm-hmm. our staff. So that helps. I think when you got a bunch of high school coaches or former high school coaches on your staff, you know how to go into a high school and talk to those coaches and, you know, ask the right questions and spend a little time with them and not have the sharp edge that sometimes college coaches go into high schools with that's never been a high school coach. So I think the difference is, is a bunch of former high school coaches, um, a bunch of younger coaches going in and, and being able to create relationships with players and things like that has, has really helped us over the trail the last two years. Um, and then I did want to ask about Ashton Gray, um, who y'all were able to sign uh, out of Arkansas, 2024 running back, um, consensus three-star uh, guy. Uh, just what what are your thoughts on him? And for, for those of us who don't know his game, just how would you describe it? Yeah, so he's from Marion, Arkansas, man, which is just outside of uh, Memphis, Tennessee, actually. He's just across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a, you know, he's he played quarterback um, in high school. Uh, ran for like 1,900 yards, but three hundred. So, I, I mean, he's a running back playing quarterback, and that's what I seen when I recruited him. He's a good athlete, good-sized kid who runs, who is a, a pleasure to talk to. I mean, a pleasure to talk to. Um, you know, just being a quarterback, understanding the game, knowing what everybody has to do, just kind of gives you a different perspective on the running back position. But at the end of the day, he hasn't been a running back. So there will be some development um there'll be some growth there but I think the ceiling's really high um but all this looks good on paper I mean all the transfers all the you know the running back room everything looks good on paper at, at the end of the day when the ball spotted and we when we go to practice we'll see what these kids are made of yeah for sure all right coach I think that's it um who you got in the Super Bowl ah oh you would ask me that I you know what I, I you was, would ask me that he said Colin what's <laughs> all right win it uh but i don't really care for you know purdy to win one and i don't really care for mahomes to win one i just kind mm. of so I, I think here's the deal and i'm an offensive guy but they have two really good defenses and i could see if it if it isn't a high scoring game that some people i wouldn't be surprised if it's not a high scoring game at the end of the day there are two really good football teams and two really good defenses and Kind of want to see what uh, these two running backs do, actually. Christian, yeah. he's a stud, and so it'll be fun. And um, did you take any vacations after the season? Did you get to spend some time or go anywhere in, like, January or something like that? I have not taken any vacations, man. We 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 have not had a lot of time off. I drove up during Christmas and seen my mom spend a night up there. Other than that, I've been at home, man. Like we haven't had a bunch of time off just with the transfer portal and recruit yeah. and like the window's been like, this is, is I got a day off today and fired up about it. You know what I mean? So we'll see, we'll see, uh, we'll see if we get some more time off, if I can 
plan a trip, but uh, right now have nothing in the works. Yeah. You ever, I mean, uh, that's like a big thing for college coach right now is that is the schedule is the, is the figuring out everything I, I hope. And I think all the coaches hope that it's kind of straightened out at some point to where it's not as tedious as it is right now. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's work though. I mean, at the end of the yeah. day, you gotta do what you gotta do, but, uh, uh it's a job we signed up for i love what i do so i'm not going to sit here and complain about any of it but it, it does feel good to have a couple of days off every once in a while yeah for sure. well we appreciate you joining us on your one day off you got <laughs> <here>. <laughs> all right man. coach Morris takes care of us he's actually giving us the whole weekend off so it's a pretty good deal man can't be bad at that there you go um all right coach thank you for joining us uh as always uh if y'all like enjoy the podcast leave a like comment share subscribe on youtube um and yeah we will talk to y'all later appreciate it i'm about to go watch that video of you shaving your head man dude it was <laughs> it was a trip i mean because i hadn't because i had moved into my house and i didn't get a haircut for it would have been five months so normally like i keep a, i kept a flow but i didn't keep it that long so when i was doing it it was like bruni was more scared than me like i was shaving it and he was like i felt bad out. yeah he felt bad and i'm I sitting here bad. laughing I you feel bad man I, I didn't think I didn't like I, I the going from that it's like a shock factor he was bald bald zero and I was like man he had to take his Christmas pictures beforehand like his wife yeah. is over here like oh my gosh and I'm just like dang glad it wasn't me though that's all I know next year is the we have to run a half marathon oh there you go yeah yeah a little bit less a little bit more like beneficial for us I guess there you yeah. go there you go that's true. Walk it. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, he's got to be under a certain time. We're going to set a time. Yeah. We're going to have to be like, all right, you got to run in this time or else we're doing it again. Oh, yep. yeah. Well, sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. I appreciate you guys having me on, man. It was a pleasure. For sure, coach. We'll, we'll, we'll bother you again sometime before the season, probably over summer. Absolutely. Sounds good. All right, coach. Thanks.